Thank you, Lord. <clears throat> we, we praise you, Lord. We thank you, God. Father, like the song says, help us to live beyond the walls of complacency. Father, help us to see <clears throat> those in need, O oh Lord. Father, burden us with understanding, Lord. Burden us, God, with, with your burden, Lord. <clears throat> Give us your heart, Lord, that we would be able to see those in need, Lord, that we would not be um, self-centered, we would not be egocentric, we would not be so <clears throat> utterly consumed uh, with and by self, Lord. But, Father, that you would give us an outpouring of your Spirit, that we, we would be able to see, we would be able to feel, that our hearts would not be callous, <clears throat> our hearts would not be hard, our hearts, Lord, would be sensitive. Our hearts, Lord, would be softened by by uh, your grace, by your presence, Lord. Father, give us your thoughts. Give us, Lord, we pray. Give us your your um your feelings, Lord. Give us your sight, Lord. Give us your heart, O oh God. Not only for ourselves, Lord, but but for the world that's around us, God. In Jesus' name, Lord, we, we pray, uh, freshen our vision. Freshen, Lord, our relationship with you. That we would not be burdened by sin, Lord, but we would be burdened with your burden. We would be burdened, God, with, with the, the burden of the Lord. Your word says that your burden is light. Oh, Father, we, we exchange, Lord, uh, filthy garments. We exchange it all this day, Lord. For what you have available for us, Lord. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. <clears throat> yes, God. Yes, God. Baptize us with fire. Baptize us with power. Baptize us with your anointing and your glory. Yes, Lord Jesus. Fresh baptisms from the Holy Ghost. Fresh baptisms of fire, Lord, in Jesus' name. Father, I pray that you would disintegrate the works of the devil, <clears throat> that we that you would demolish, Lord, every stronghold that has been uh, uh, enacted in the hearts and the minds of your people, Lord. We, we put a demand on heaven, and we ask for its demolition. We, we petition for its breaking, for its severing, Lord. Sever every yoke, Lord. Sever every yoke of the devil and every wicked agent, Lord, that we may be yoked exclusively to you. Hallelujah. <clears throat> that we would be not unequally yoked. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. May your presence abide among us. Hallelujah. I feel the presence of the Lord. <coughs> it says, repent ye therefore be converted that you may be, refre uh, uh, may be um, uh, refreshed at the times of refreshing. <coughs> and the Bible says that in Acts. <coughs> Excuse me. Lord, saturate us with your presence. Oh, God, that the times of refreshing would come, given by the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Father, we pray that the kingdom of, de of the devil would be 
thwarted this day, would be would be negated this day. <coughs> oh Lord, may it be a win for the kingdom of God. Have your way with us. May your will be done, Lord, in our lives. May your will be done in our lives, Lord. Hallelujah. Your will done on earth as it is in heaven. <clears throat> Father, may we not resist you. May we not resist your will. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Speak to your people this day, God, I ask. And and grant me, Father, um, <coughs> grant me unction, grant me, Lord, insight, grant me inspiration by your Spirit. Grant me inspiration by your Spirit, Lord, I'm a willing vessel. Oh, Father, I'm a willing vessel that you would speak in my ears, O oh Lord, and that the hearts of your people would be instructed, the minds of your people would be instructed, God. That they would know, Lord, if there's any confusion, if there's any anything that they need to know, Lord, any direction that the, that they need to be given, God, Father, I pray that you would grant it, Lord. <clears throat> Hallelujah, in Jesus' mighty name. <clears throat> Amen. 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 <clears throat> Amen. <clears throat> I hope that you were blessed by that song. <clears throat> um, I know it certainly is a, it's one of my favorites. <clears throat> I, I believe, like I've said, the lyrics are very profound, <clears throat> right? Um, you know, in our day to day, we have things that we do. We have um, our own lives, <clears throat> And, um, you know, we have a responsibility to attend to those things because it's an irresponsible thing to not give attention to it. But at the same time, we have to be careful not to be so um, <coughs> utterly consumed by our lives to the extent that we don't give attention to to others. Um, that we don't give attention to, <coughs> you know... Uh, the, 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 the church of God to the family of God and also including the world. <clears throat> um, you know, I, I think that, um, when, when you obtain a little, uh, stability in God <clears throat> and you've been out of the world for quite some time, it's, it's easy to forget the, the life of oppression and bondage that you used to live and and because you forget about it, it's easy to forget that other people are out in the world still living through that. And and so it's not intentional, um, <clears throat> or at least I hope it's not. And I think oftentimes <coughs> it's very unintentional, but don't allow even our unintentions um, to lead us to a position to where we're completely um, ignorant of of the 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 peril and and destruction and and everything else that is associated with the kingdom of darkness that is going on in the world today <clears throat> because there are people 
and and the Lord was dealing with uh, dealing um <coughs> with me about this the other day. He was putting in my remembrance the fact that yes, there are wicked people out there that have no intention on repenting. They don't want to repent. They want to continue to to persecute the people of God. And and for those people, we rightfully pr- pray for a judgment on them. But there are people that are in bondage to to demons, to sin, and that they want free. They want an escape from um, the lifestyle that they may have been utterly deceived into. <clears throat> like Paul said, it says that he was sinning <clears throat> in ignorance and unbelief. I'm I'm sorry, I don't even know how that went through. (laughs) Excuse me. (coughs) I I put uh, my phone on to where people can't call me. I don't know how that went through, but anyways. It was probably a, a demonically inspired phone call. Um, <clears throat> Amen. Oh, if they call twice, it can go through? Wow, okay. Thank you for the info. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I put on Don't Disturb, but... Um, Maybe I should put on like for real don't disturb. <laughs> like for real I ain't playing. Like for for <laughs> It's funny because <clears throat> the kids at school they use that a lot for real for real. But they spell it F R F R I'm like for for. They're like, "No, Mr. Chacon, it's for real for real." <laughs> but um <clears throat> anyways, as I was saying, um <laughs> Playing mode for for. Um, there are there are people that that um want free from their lifestyle of sin. Um, Paul said, you know, said that he was sinning ignorantly and in unbelief, right? So. We we have to just be aware and be mindful of that, amen. <clears throat> because yeah. we we once, like Paul says in Titus, we once were ignorant and foolish, disobedient, <clears throat> deceived, uh, deceiving, and being deceived. But it says, when the grace of God appeared to all mankind, teaching us to say no to ungodliness, right? That's what it says in Titus. The grace of God appeared to us. And, you know, and thankfully we said yes, we accepted the message. And yes, there's a lot of people that are going to reject even, in fact, the majority. But once again, it doesn't take away from the fact that there are certainly those out there that have every intention on accepting, but they've never been given opportunity to receive amen or or you know or or the 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 only times that they were told about god they were told a false jesus 
or they or they were given a Jesus <clears throat> from someone that did not accurately represent God. And 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 the person who claimed to be speaking in the name of Jesus was um a corrupt individual. And so that had put as a result a bad taste of of God or religion or Christianity in their mouth, right? <clears throat> and how many of you know that can detour people away from the truth? That that can what did Jesus say? Um that um regarding the Pharisees, he says, You you Pharisees, you know, you put heavy burdens upon people that cannot even be lifted, right? And you yourselves won't use a finger to help lift. And he says, You don't even enter the kingdom and you prevent others from entering it also. Right? <clears throat> what does the Bible say that the kingdom of it says that God's name is blasphemed among the Gentiles because of you? Right? So the people can live in such a way who claim to be the elect of God that because of their lifestyle cause the Gentiles, in other words, those who believe not, to blaspheme the name of God. And in fact, these are some of the Gentiles, if, if given an accurate representation of God and given the true message of the Lord, would come to actually praise God. Not blaspheme the Lord, they would end up coming to praise the Lord. Right? <clears throat> Amen. And so, you know, there's there's some that are, aren't, there aren't going to receive one way or the other. But, you know, so, Amen. <clears throat> Um, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> I don't know why my, my condition always affects me the worst in the morning, <coughs> so bear with me, <coughs> um, let, let us, let us go to, um, Excuse me one second. Let me look for this verse. <clears throat> um, there's something. I, uh, there's there's a verse that I want to get to real quickly. <clears throat> it's in uh, Hebrews. In fact, let, let's get our Bibles. Amen. Um, <clears throat> Our Bibles, I want to encourage us to get um, you know, our, our, these Bibles here. And, and um, you know, I'm, I'm not saying it's bad to have our phones. <clears throat> but, uh, again, I just think it's real good to have this here. You know, th there's something about having, you know, pages to where we can touch and, and read through. Um, you know, I appreciate the phones. I appreciate technology. But... There's something more refreshing about having, you know, your Bible, right? Amen. <clears throat> Even if you don't have, like, let's say you had to borrow a Bible, it still don't feel like home. <coughs> um, yeah, it don't feel like home for some reason. Um, I, I love this Bible right here. I bought this uh, some time back. It's a... Um, 
leather or yeah, calf skin. I love the feel of it and I love getting thin lines, but um, you can tell I've been digging in it a lot. So <clears throat> pages get messed up. <clears throat> but with that said, uh, if we have our Bibles, our swords, right? <clears throat> our uh, our steel, <clears throat> our 22s, <laughs> our 9s. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I don't know if you ever seen a... This is old, obviously, I don't watch it now, but I've seen it many years ago. <clears throat> the Malibu's Most Wanted, and this guy, you know, he, he, grows, he grew up like in Malibu, right? Like a very, very just wealthy <laughs> town and uh he's a governor's son and you know he's a white boy and he he tries to act like he's hood right and, <laughs> and like he's he's given an introduction to his city and uh yeah be rad <coughs> he's like we got bag ladies and it's like you know wealthy ladies with gucci bags and then he's uh uh we we got big ballers, and it shows like a little league, like kids playing baseball. He's <laughs> like everybody strapped with a nine, and then it was like shows the the guys playing golf. <laughs> if you don't get the joke, because <clears throat> you know the golf clubs, there's there's a number nine golf club, right? Because these golf clubs have numbers, <clears throat> and so you know he's like he was acting like. You know, he, he was using the term ambiguously to, to you know, like, well, technically everybody's strapped with a nine, <laughs> but it's not guns that they have. <coughs> but let's, let's go to uh, Hebrews chapter 10, verse 24. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 24. <clears throat> Give me one second. So Hebrews chapter 10, verse 24, <clears throat> uh, let's read. Um, Let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together <clears throat> as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. <clears throat> um, if we deliberately keep on sinning after we have received the knowledge of the truth, no sacrifice for sins is left, but only a fearful expectation of judgment and of raging fire that will consume the enemies of God. Uh, let's stop there. <clears throat> you know, there, there's a passage that's similar to this. It's also in Hebrews. 
And it states, um, if you, it says, um, um, oh boy, how, how do you quote this again? <laughs> it says, uh, at, hold on, I think I'm conflating the two. Uh, I believe it's in Hebrews 4, or maybe Hebrews 3. Where it says to remind each other as you see the day approaching. <clears throat> um, anybody know what verse I'm trying to think of? And um, it's very similar to this. Harden not at your hearts. Um, oh man, it's slipping my mind. Um, yeah, Hebrews three twelve. Um. <clears throat> See to it, brothers, that none of you has a sinful, unbelieving heart that yes. away yes. from the living God, but encourage one another daily as long as it is called today, so that none of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. Yes, absolutely. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that. <clears throat> See to it, brothers and sisters, that none of you have a sinful, unbelieving heart that turns away from the living God, but encourage one another daily as long as it is called today, so that none of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. Amen. So, in both cases, if obviously there's you know there's different um, you know it's a uh, um, different verses, but th- there's there's something that the author is hinting at <clears throat> is is communicating and he he's showing that it's imperative <clears throat> to gather uh, you know frequently uh, because there's a proclivity and a temptation. For our hearts to relapse back into the deceitfulness of sin, unconfronted by truth, <clears throat> when when we when we don't have um, <clears throat> when we're unconfronted with the truth, and we're not um, spurred right to continue in Christ and to continue in good works to continue in in the doctrine to continue in the faith, then what happens as a result is we, we we entertain all these different thoughts, we entertain these uh different affections, we entertain all these things, right? <clears throat> and the light doesn't penetrate that darkness. Right? And and so you know this is why again going to <coughs> Hebrews ten verse twenty four let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds. So, <clears throat> you know, this is something that you have to spur um, another unto. You have to urge, you have to exhort, you have to, and and see, what will prevent someone from doing this is they don't want to be spurred. They, they want to remain comfortable. <clears throat> they want to remain in a position where, you can't tell them what to do, right? right. And and so if you're if you're not careful, you allow that to dominate your thinking. You allow that to dominate your affections. You allow that to dominate your mindset, right? And and <clears throat> it's not an easy thing to be spurred. You know, maybe you you worked a long day or whatever, and you just want to sit comfortably. Like I don't want to be spurred. <laughs> Right, um, but see, see, this is 
uh, uh, the test for whether or not <clears throat> we are spiritual or whether or, or we're just merely emotional. Because, you know, emotions, they ebb and flow, they come and go. But you cannot allow feelings <clears throat> and emotions to dictate your Christianity. Because if you allow it to dictate your Christianity, you're going to be up and down like a roller coaster and you're going to be unstable. You're not going to have stability to your life. And, and so, but the spiritual man says, you know, I don't feel like it. I don't, I don't want to do it. But I know that in order to honor God, to obey God, I have to do it. And, and <clears throat> even if it, there's a difficulty in pressing forward. Paul says, I forget the things that are behind me and I press forward towards the mark, towards the high call of God in Christ Jesus. So, so he, he didn't say I casually walk uh, uh, amongst daisies. He didn't say that, you know, I, I frolic, frolic through the, the meadow. <clears throat> he didn't say that, you know, it, 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 you know, he didn't say he did this casually. He says that he pressed on towards the mark. Right. <clears throat> and so if it, it sometimes you need that spurring, right? You, you don't have the wherewithal to to spur yourself, to to urge yourself, to to press yourself. That's why you you need to be spurred by another. <clears throat> and so so you know so, some people are so um you know, some people are locked in shackles and they have the key to the lock. <clears throat> some people are not bound by another. Some people bind themselves. And then, and you know, and, and they never free themselves. <clears throat> they're in prison and they're complaining that they're in prison. But, you know, and, and then when someone tells them, when someone wants to tell them, hey, you got the key to it. They're like, oh, no, shut up. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear that I have the key. <clears throat> oh, the, my ancestors have the key. You have the key. And they blame everybody else, but they got the key. But they don't allow anybody to educate them <coughs> that they have the key. <laughs> um. Amen. <laughs> So, so right here, verse 25, it says, not giving up meeting together. <clears throat> As some are in the habit of doing. So now, you know, right here, th this is a command. Right? This is what I want to help people to understand. Is that the, the writer of Hebrews isn't saying, yo, you know, if you feel like it. He didn't say, you know, meet. If it's convenient, right? He didn't say meet if 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 the preacher don't offend you, right? He didn't say meet if he preaches gummy bear. Hey, I'll make you a bishop. Come down here. <laughs> right? I'll make you the Battlestar Galactica deacon of our gay cult. <laughs> right um no i i'll I tell you man you you can be dressed as an 
intimidating, horrifying, creepy it character, and they'll follow you if you tell them what they want to hear. I'll make you a bishop. Come down here. Come down. (laughs) I'll tell you what you want to hear. You can have that sin. You can marry that guy. You can marry that girl that, that doesn't even love the Lord. Right? You can hold on a you can hold on to a fence at the at the at your pastor. Come down here. We'll we'll give you religious foot rubs. See, and and but but not knowing that danger awaits you. Right? <clears throat> but but amen somebody. Um, but he doesn't say, you know, not giving up meeting together as long as the, the, the preacher is delicate, right? As long as he, he is soft spoken or he doesn't offend you. He doesn't say that, right? This is an imperative statement. An imperative means it's a command, right? Amen. Somebody, you see that there? That's basic English or Basic, you know, even even if English isn't our native tongue, um, that that's just basic, um, you know, understanding of reading, right? It's a it's an imperative statement. So now, if it is imperative, we're confronted with what God is commanding us to do, what God desires for us to do. He's saying, "Look, don't get in the habit of not meeting." Don't get in the habit of becoming comfortable saying, nah, I'm going to just sleep in today. Or nah, I'm going to just go out for coffee instead. Or, you know, or no, I, I'm going to just, you know, here's one of the things too. Religious people say, I'll just read the Bible myself. And, 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 and it sounds, it sounds good, doesn't it? Right now, it doesn't mean don't read the Bible, but see, you have far more opportunity to read the Bible by yourself than you do to have than you do to meet corporately. So if there is a corporate meeting, then that means you make priority to meet, right? And so don't 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 get bent out of shape. Don't get offended if if I'm ex- relaying and expounding what what the scriptures are saying, right? You know. And I use this as an example because, you know, I, I, I love not to toot my horn, but I love the not love, but because I wish I wouldn't have to do it. But I, I do it to help people to understand that I don't just say things and I don't live it myself. But, you know, even if I didn't live it myself, it's still not an excuse to not do it. <laughs> you know that, right? Because you can attack the individual but it still doesn't alleviate you from what God desires for you to do. But it does help people sometimes to see, okay, well, this person is telling me something to do, but they're doing it themselves. But so I bring up this example that even in the case when my my mom died, I didn't allow that to prevent me from meeting with the saints. <clears throat> I personally never understood that because I seen that as well I, I I'm going through something and why me being hurt is not an excuse to not go to the doctor. 
it is in a reason it's a reason all to all the more to go does that not make sense in fact a lot of the times it's not the people that's hurting it's the people that get whatever they want that stop meeting they get a boyfriend they they get a girlfriend I, the things that knock saints out their devotion is when they get a, a boyfriend or girlfriend, when they get money, or they get a job. The three things I always see take out people. And and they may not backslide back out into the world because, you know, I, I've seen a lot of people that used to be drug addicts. They had a terrible life or they, they you know, were so addicted to meth, right? And, and they come to God, they're like, Lord Jesus, I love you. And they just, they're so zealous to do anything for the saints, so zealous to, you know, meet up, so zealous, man, when do we got to pray? I'll arrange things just to meet. But then what happens is God begins to bless them and God begins to favor them. What happens is, and then they get, you know, they get married or they get a job, they get money, they get stable, then they don't need anybody anymore. Because they already got what they want, they wanted. And so now that they got what they wanted, they become complacent. They become apathetic. They become indifferent. And, and they lose the desperation they once had. Right? <clears throat> what happened? What happened to the first love? What happened to the zeal? What happened to the desperation? What happened to the neediness? Just because God blesses you, just because God favors you, just because God elevates you, doesn't mean that you can now therefore digress in your desperation that you used to have. Amen, amen. amen. No, you know, in fact, it, it, it warrants more of a desperation because I don't want to slip away. And, and, and typically when all goes well, it begins to soften you. That's why good times create weak men and weak men create bad times. Amen. And then the bad times create strong men and the strong men create the good times. Amen. Right? That's why, you know, David... He he fought, he fought wars, he fought battles, he 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 pushed back the enemies of God. So so <clears throat> I think when the kingdom was then handed over to Solomon, he was he inherited what he didn't work for. So it's easy to 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 take for granted what you didn't uh, break your back over, what you didn't sweat for, what you didn't toil for. Right, And it's a lot of the people who don't have an inkling of what it costed the previous generation that breeds a disposition and a spirit of dishonor. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's why that's why when it comes to kids, when it comes to it, the immature kids, they don't they, they're so me-centered. And, and, you know, as I've said before, I work in a school, and what I notice, the kids that don't get disciplined at home when they come to school, uh, they they do whatever the heck they want and they cry and they pout until you cave in. There there is this um a little kid. It, it's so sad because today the kids 
are twisting the arms of the educators saying, give me, give me. And now they're, 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 the, the, the educators are acquiescing and submitting to it and, and are accommodating it so much. You know, I was over here because I, I work among the bigger kids and not the small ones. But I heard some of my coworkers say that um, that they basically allowed one kid to play for like three hours because it, he they cry so much. And, and so when they finally require this student to do work, they just pout and cry and cry and cry. And, and it's like, you spoiled brat. <laughs> but you know, it's, it's not, it's not the, the child's, it's not their fault. It's the parent's fault that don't, uh, uh, um, don't discipline the kid. And when I say discipline, <clears throat> that don't mean that you know for that kid to become your punching bag that's not that's not discipline, discipline. um <clears throat> discipline means johnny go to bed at 8 p.m. brush your teeth right uh no more uh games we're we're doing this you know it give them structure and hold them to it that's what discipline is right it, it's a cuss word amongst little kids, and it's a cuss word amongst Christians. Right? Come on, somebody. <clears throat> you know it's true. Mm -hmm. Get a little bit of discipline. <laughs> uh, because discipline, it, 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 it will save your life. What what does it say in Proverbs? It says, "Withhold not discipline from your son." For uh, it says, "For um, and I'm paraphrasing. If you don't, if you do, um, don't spare for its his crying. For um, you will save him from death." Or it says something like that. Because if you don't bridle immaturity. And you constrain it, and you educate it, and you discipline immaturity. Immaturity leads to mayhem. It leads to to uh, you know unbridled passions lead to destruction. <clears throat> right, but anyways, going back to Hebrews says. Um, so, in order to be spurred, you have to put yourself in the position to be spurred. But you have to put yourself in the position to be spurred. You have to uh, uh, <coughs> give your time. And so let me say this. You know, coming to a meeting itself is a spiritual act. Because there's nothing in the fallen man, there's nothing in the old man that says, hmm, let me go to a meeting to get uh, rebuked, to get corrected, to get educated into the ways of God. There's nothing of the old man that says that. Unless, of course, you're influenced by demons to go stir up strife and contention and, and, and all this other stuff. In that case, then the devil's fine with you attending. Hey, just throw seeds of factions. Just... You know, create slander, create, you know, create all that stuff, stir up and thwart and frustrate the purposes of God, right? <clears throat> because there's people that, that do that, 
Right? There, there, there's people that are sent from the enemy that, that have no regard for the presence of the Lord, that have no regard for those things. Amen. But, but considering you go to hear the word, that's a spiritual thing. And, and so that, that indicates to some degree or another, you are being influenced by God to be confronted with the truth of God. Right? Right. <clears throat> you know, um, so you, again, you have to put yourself <clears throat> in a position to be spurred. It says uh, to spur one another on toward, you know, toward. So you're going to someplace and it's forward. That's, you know, toward. Right, because that's where we need to go in God, not backwards, but toward love. And love is always in front of you, because it's not something that you can say it and forget it. Oh, I I already loved yesterday. I don't have to love today, right? No, you gotta love every day. You gotta love God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, right? You gotta love the Church of God. <clears throat> Amen. So, so you got, so you got to put yourself in the position and okay, now, I, all right, help spur me on toward love. <clears throat> you know, love. Let me just say this: love is not what we make it today in the church. It's, it certainly ain't what we make it in the world. Love is love, no. right? No, what the LGBT community means by that is lust is love. Let's, you know, if I could package their, their tautology, I would say, uh, uh, love lust. That's what, that's what they're saying. That's what they're promoting. That's their slogan. Love lust. Right. Right. So don't be deceived by the world, <clears throat> you know, cause sometimes they will judge you and say, you don't love God or you don't love, you don't, you hear it all the time. When there's someone preaching the gospel, and then there's a there's a a, a heckler that, that from the world, it says, "I thought Jesus would love." Yeah, he he would, but you just misunderstand it. You're misconstruing the love of God. What you think loving what uh, loving you means with the love of God is to condone your sin. That's what you think this is about, right? See, when they say don't judge, they just say shut up and let me sin in peace. That's what don't judge means. They don't they can't quote it to you, they can't cite it, they don't know where it's at in the Bible. They don't even know how many books are in the Bible. But that's their favorite verse. They can't even tell you who quoted it. Right? <clears throat> so you haven't read the Bible for even five minutes and you're gonna educate me on for someone that's been reading over a decade? It don't work that way. Because I guarantee you, an evolutionist wouldn't accept that. Some PhD who holds a you know a PhD in uh, evolutionary biology is not going to allow me to educate them on Darwinian evolution, and yet they want to come in our domain and then educate us. <clears throat> oh, come on, somebody, because. You know, people, you know, people people always want to criticize the church, saying the church is so judgmental. No, the world is so judgmental. You're the first ones to attack the church. You're the first ones to talk garbage about the church. You're the first ones to and not have a solution for it all. 
It's just you're punching back for slander. That's that's all you are. And so, and the Bible says in uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, it says, the spiritual man is not to be judged by the natural man. It says the spiritual man judges all things, but is of himself judged by no man. What that means is the spiritual man makes proper spiritual judgments about things and accurately gives a verdict on it from the word of God. But the one who is natural is not subject, uh, the one who is spiritual is not subject to the judgment of a natural man. He can't judge the spiritual man. You know why? Because that natural man doesn't have the mind of Christ. So whatever judgment they make about you is already uh, askewed because they're seeing through the lens of corruption, uh, through immorality. So obviously they're going to slander you. Obviously they're going to accuse you falsely because they have a log in their eye and they can't see clearly enough to crit- to, to judge you. <clears throat> it is what it is. It was what it was. It was is. That's the best they can do. The best advice is what it is. It was what it was, right? <clears throat> but so, but even y'all following? Amen. Amen. Um, but even the love in the church, that what we understand love, we think love is oh the hippie Jesus. You know, we think that Jesus is just throwing up peace signs to everybody. And, and you know, like, oh, bro, you get a car. You get a car. <laughs> you get kisses. Wow. Right? You get flowers. That's not... that. Jesus never did that. Amen. He never... Now... Of course, he wasn't. He wasn't um, a hard taskmaster. He wasn't a slave master. He wasn't an oppressor, <clears throat> right? He came to bring freedom, but the freedom that he brings comes on conditions. Yeah, amen. Amen. So those conditions are the, God's conditions. See, man wants freedom at his own expense. He wants it at his on his conditions. <clears throat> you know, I, I I seen this video where this guy was recording this homeless man, and and the the homeless man. I don't obviously I don't I don't approve of this, but the homeless man, you know, gave him the middle finger, and the and the homeless guy, and and the 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 guy recording him is like, what, bro? Why'd you do that? He's like, what, bro? Why are you recording me? And he's like, because you should have housing. He's like, I don't want housing. And he's, you know, um, <clears throat> but they, they had an exchange. But it was interesting to see the, the point. The reason I bring that up is we assume homeless people want housing when that's not always the case. Because have you ever wondered why Jesus had to ask a, a lame man, um, do you, do you want to be uh um uh, do you will to be made whole? I always question that like why would Jesus have to quit? like who wouldn't? <clears throat> because 
The moment Jesus healed him, that means he had to pick up his mat and do something. You know, there. You know, f- for some people that are disabled here in America, you get Social Security, so you get a free check. You may not want to get made whole because that means you got to start doing things that you never did before. And so not everybody wants freedom because the cost of working is a higher cost to them than the cost of their disability. Being disabled gives them more benefits than being enabled will ever do. Right? Right. Amen, somebody. Mm -hmm. Amen. Slap your neighbor. (laughs) Turn to your neighbor. Um... But in all actuality, God, see, so the love of God brings freedom, but it comes on his conditions. It's not just handouts. It's not just, uh, uh, you know, California uh, free syringe needle handouts. (laughs) Right? That's what California is doing because we don't want to fix the problem. So we're just giving uh, uh, heroin needle, syringe needles for people to just inject their heroin and their fentanyl. Right. But is it any wonder? I mean, because the president's son is a crackhead and and has crack pipes. So the apple don't fall far from the tree. Amen. Right. You get you get a, a, a pedophile that is governing the nation whose son is a crackhead and they're in and, and, and the and he's also incestuous. Right then, what what do you expect to come as a result of what we see in the nation? We're not going to see righteousness, <clears throat> but we have to spur one another unto love, right? And it's the love of God, not the love of man, not the love of LGBT, not the love of of anybody else, but it's the love of God, right? <clears throat> now remember the love of God places demands on your life. The love of God, it, see, you know, I, I posted something in the chat um, <clears throat> um, that didn't get all the likes, um, but <clears throat> but that aside, um, <laughs> it was good anyways. I thought maybe it would get likes because I didn't say it, but <laughs> I'm, that one's for free. But anyways, it, it was saying that <clears throat> it was past uh prophet Tommy was saying that we, 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 we have become so mothered and nurtured that when a father corrects, you take it as rejection and hatred when that's not at all. Um, <clears throat> why a father corrects, it's not to reject. You don't correct to reject, but he corrects to object to the behavior, but to not reject the individual. In fact, the correction is there precisely because you are accepted. Yeah. Right? See, see, I don't correct people that I reject because they're not worth my time. I'm not going to cast pearls to swine. I cast pearls to sheep, if I can use that terminology. Jesus said, feed my sheep, right? I'm not going to feed goats. I have no intention on feeding goats, right? Goats are of the devil. Tares are of the devil. I'm concerned about wheat and sheep, 
right? <clears throat> hey, that rhymed. Wheat and sheep, right? Just throw some auto-tune on it, and I got a po- famous hit song. Wheat and sheep. <laughs> right, you can throw auto-tune on anything today, and you become... Uh, you you get a lot of... You, you go viral, right? <laughs> <laughs> like um but you know we 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 become so mothered and, and and don't get me wrong there's a place for mothers there's a place for nurturing i'm not i'm not excluding that especially for the battered and the 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 you know the people who have been so you know manipulated and deceived and hurt and traumatized and violated you know all those you know there's a place for nurturing don't get me wrong but we can't make that the sum total of our experience in God. We can't make that the end all be all, right? God, he, he, he brings fathers into the fold to administer correction, right? And, and correction, it sounds so punitive. It sounds bad, but it's not. It's not. It, it, it is, it's a token of love. It really is a token of love. You know, um, <clears throat> You know, the, uh, yesterday, um, there's a little a little fourth grader, and she she was um, putting a um, a paper clip in her mouth, a metal paper clip, and I and and I could tell, and even though I was like really soft spoken, and because you know she's just a little fourth grader, and and I'm this six foot tall guy, might look intimidating. I said, I said, um, uh. Hey, I I want to encourage you not to put that in your mouth. I, I don't want you to get hurt. Um, you know, so can we take that out of our mouth? Like I'm trying to be real lighthearted, right? And I could tell she was discouraged by it just by me saying that. But it's like I don't want you to swallow a paper clip because I, I you know I don't know what that's gonna do to your intestines. I don't you know there's people that have accidentally put things in their mouth, swallowed it, and now they gotta get surgery, right? And so. You know, she's not thinking much of it, but I'm foreseeing something that could potentially happen and I don't want it to happen. But even though as lighthearted as I was to convey that, she could got a little discouraged because you're still telling somebody not to do something, right? Even with proper intentions, but <clears throat> if we can if we can embrace that and accept that, then and implement it, then it will yield blessings in our lives. It will yield it will yield a return. See, because at the end of the day, all of us want the blessings of God, but those blessings don't come unconditionally. Right? Right? They come on God's conditions. And so the Lord wants you to meet those conditions. Amen. For our good. Not for the devil's good, not for the demon's good, for your good. Even not for your neighbor's good, for for your good. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Amen. So, you know, let us not have a, a perverted view of God's love. <clears throat> you know, because God loves me, he has said things to me that has grieved me. You know, because uh, it's sad to say, and I'm not proud of it, there's been times I have grieved God. I've grieved him. And so 
he 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 administers a correction that grieves me and you can allow that to make you then turn bitter and sour or you can say you know what lord i know that you're saying this cuz you love me and and you 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 have my welfare in mind um so god give me the strength give me the grace to 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 obey this Amen. <clears throat> you know, you know, um, amen. So, uh, it, it also says to, unto love, right? <clears throat> and good deeds. So, you know, the Bible says that we've been created in Christ Jesus unto good works. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> The sad and unfortunate thing is that, you know, there are some people that emphasize the finished work of Christ at the expense of of alleviating them from them doing good. <clears throat> They're all justified by faith, which is true, right? We, we don't earn our salvation. But because we don't work for our salvation doesn't mean that after having obtained salvation that we shouldn't work. Amen. Right? God has, he has created us uh, for the purpose of good works. <clears throat> not, not to become saved, but since you are saved, you are therefore to work. Right? <clears throat> um... Jesus didn't save people just to hang out. <clears throat> right? Um, or what, what do they have on the colleges, the safe spaces? <laughs> Jesus didn't save you to put you in a safe space. Amen. Don't offend. Hey, you guys ever seen that video? It was like on Instagram. I thought it was a joke. I really thought it was a joke. They're they're like, <clears throat> guys, when when we applaud our speakers, and it's like he's about to like fold and tremble, like he's he's like so distraught. We don't clap, we snap our fingers. And <laughs> did you guys ever see? <laughs> and and <laughs> they're interrupting like every three minutes, saying. Guys, I get extremely triggered. Don't, don't. <laughs> you ever see that? Let us be mindful of, you know, and they're interrupting every three minutes about something that's triggering about the meeting. And it's a non-trigger meeting or something. <laughs> I'm sorry, I have to laugh about that. I think it's funny. <laughs> Oh man. <clears throat> they won't make it in war, I'll tell you. <laughs> so <laughs> there's <laughs> there ain't none of that in the church. I'm sorry, you ain't got no safe space. Right? Amen. <clears throat> Amen. The the only place you're safe is in the shadow of the most high. 
And he, the only way you can acclimate that position is for you know for you to come on his conditions. So he says, "Hey, come right." <clears throat> Amen. Amen. And I'm sorry, but there ain't no snapping in the church. It says, "Clap ye unto the Lord." <laughs> Lift up a shout unto God. I don't care if you get triggered. Get triggered. I'm triggering them demons. That's what's being triggered. <clears throat> right? Because right. how are you going to shout unto God? You know, it's like the disciples that tell the beggar, hey, shut this guy up. He keeps saying, have mercy on me, son of David. See, it's the religious folk that always want to shut you up. Oh, you're too loud. We don't do it that way. Just We do snaps. <clears throat> Amen. But you know, it's the same. It's the same people, though, right? That have no problem uh, uh, shouting at football games, right? Right. <coughs> Watching heavy set, sweaty men in tights kick around pigskin, right? And they, I'm not, I'm not saying football's bad. But my point, though, is that you'll shout about football, but, but. Why get offended if someone shouts with a genuine praise unto God? Right? Amen. It's because the guys at the football games, they're getting intoxicated. They're getting intoxicated with alcohol. And your problem is that you don't get intoxicated with... with, with you don't get filled up with God. So you can't... You can't Praises don't come out when you don't put God in. It says, be being filled with the Holy Ghost. That's what the Bible says. Wow. <clears throat> um, let, let, me, let me show you guys something real quick. Um, Go to Psalm 47. <clears throat> I, I don't know, you know, what it is. Maybe, maybe it's a lot of the songs that are coming on the scene that are so monotone that we, we forgotten to, to, to praise God. Psalm 47. <clears throat> Verse 1. And read, clap your hands, all you nations. So is this a, is this a, a suggestion? Is, it, does, is God saying, clap your hands if you feel like it, if you want to, pray about it? <laughs> no, he don't say pray about it. He says, it's an imperative statement. It says, clap your hands, all you nations. So you know what that means? You can't say, oh, well, we're of a different nation. We don't get down like that. We're more of a quiet people. We don't do that. <clears throat> no. It's our culture. It goes against our culture. No, it says all you nations. Yeah. Right? <clears throat> so, so either we're more cultural than we are kingdom or we're more kingdom than we are culture. 
Because God, so, you know, <clears throat> in fact, it says, you know, in the scriptures that even the waves clap. Right? So, so that means so that, that means even creation to some extent is praising God and is obeying the voice of his command. But, but you know, we, we get, you know, people that suck a bu bunch of lemons in the church and like, I ain't doing that. Right? They got a mean face on all the time, sucking lemons. And... And it's one thing if you're going through something and you realize, you know, I'm struggling to praise God, but I want to. That's one thing. But it's another thing to say, no, I'm insistent. I ain't going to, I'm not, no, I don't care what the word of God says. Right? <clears throat> you know, you always got one of them. You know, when the pastor says stand and, and it's the one person that remains seated. Okay. Or you, you say uh, sit down and he's the one that stands. Just, just letting the person know I'm not, I'm not following suit, <clears throat> right? But it says, clap your hands, all you nations, shout to God with cries of joy, right? Because look, this isn't a Muslim church. This isn't a mosque, <clears throat> right? This, this isn't um, a Catholic church. This isn't a, a, a place to where... You know, because here's the thing: we, we we can go to one side or the one side of of an extreme. We we can get to the place to where, like, our view of joy really is turning the house of God into a concert, and then we can go on the other side where our view of reverence goes into this sort of monastic, like, don't even cough or you're going to get rebuked sort of atmosphere, right? No, we, we, we have reverence for God and we also have joy in his presence. <clears throat> and culture can't teach you that only the Holy Ghost and the scriptures do, right? So, so our cries of joy isn't an occasion to be irreverent, to just frolic around and act like it's some playground. No. But, but it, you know, what else do you expect? If someone is delivered from demons, if someone obtains salvation in the presence of God, are we to expect for them to shut up? No, we expect for them to cry aloud, when I got saved. I, I, I remember telling the brothers, uh, uh, <clears throat> man, I tried so many drugs in my life. I've, I've been to so many parties. It all, this is exactly what I'm saying. I said, Nothing compares with what I experienced. And I have the greatest smile on my face. And I cried, cried tears of love and joy for over an hour as the presence of God enveloped my heart. And I began to speak in other tongues. Hallelujah. It's not theatrics, it's not acting. What would we get out of acting? See, see, the only people that suspect it to be acting are those who have never tasted and seen that the Lord is good. <clears throat> right? We taste and see that the Lord is good. <clears throat> but it says, clap your hands, all you nations. Shout to God with cries of joy. Amen. You know... Sometimes, you know, we, we, we become so saturated with, with 
with temporal things. And, and, and so it, 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 it lowers the volume of our praise because we're no longer, you know, relishing in God like we used to. We, because our hearts have become so preoccupied with temporal things. Right? <clears throat> but it says, um, verse um, 5, God has ascended amid shouts of joy. What does that mean? God has ascended amid shouts of joy. So that means as the church of God uh, shouts unto him for uh, uh, with shouts of joy, that God ascends. He's exalted. That's why it says in Psalm 22 that God inhabits the praises of his people. Amen. Right? <clears throat> you you, you want to see an atmosphere where God is not exalted? It's among the people that don't praise the Lord. They don't clap, they don't shout, they don't say amen. They see because it, it and, and when when we say amen and when we 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 praise God, it's not because oh, I hit a checklist. Uh, you know, I I there's a box and I got to check it off. I said amen. I clapped. Whoop. All right, cool. I obeyed you, God. No. It it's you're in the vein of what the Holy Ghost is doing. You're in the vein of what the Spirit is doing. You're on the pulse of the Spirit. You're abiding in the Spirit. So where the Spirit is leading the congregation, you're in sync with Him. So if He's saying, I am pleased with you all, and, and, and then we then respond to God in joy, or if God says, I'm not pleased with this congregation, we then bow down with grief. Is that understood? And so... so so we we we're if Christ is the head, he's communicating something to the body, right? And and it's the it's the people that do the complete opposite of the congregation that are out of sync with the head. They're saying, "I'm not allowing the head, not allowing Christ to tell me what to do." Right? So so um. So that means that we don't fake shouts of joy. If the Spirit is causing us grief, then we bow down in grief and repentance. But if the Spirit is manifesting His pleasure, because that's all, that's when joy is accompanied, is when we bring Him pleasure. You understand that? Yeah. See, you know... I tell you, I really dislike being around religious people because they'll go ahead and clap their hands and be like, oh man, praise God. You know, they'll do all that stuff. And I'm like, man, I feel the Holy Ghost and he's he's displeased with you all. What are you doing? You're, you're just putting on a facade in the front because we're going through the motions because we're doing religion. Does that make sense? Right? Oh, you know... Because sometimes people are more uh, uh, concerned about obedience to cultural service. We've always done it this way, right? We got to have the altar call ten minutes. We got to sing three songs. We got to do it this way, and when you know, and and it's not it's not even like what is the Holy Ghost doing? What is He saying? 
That's why, you know, man, it's so sad. Here in America, we got our our religions. They don't even list the prayer meetings on the marquee, on the billboards. There's no listing of prayer meetings. And, and you know, I was told recently that a church does, a mega church or a big church does all that they do in one hour. Um, That's sad. That's sad because you got to think about the people that are coming in, got to get seated, and then you have announcements. What is a 30-minute message? Right? <clears throat> it's sad because we don't have no capacity. We don't have no relationship with God. So as a result, we can't sit two minutes in his presence. Amen. We don't know him. We don't know him. And when I say we, I don't mean us here, but I'm saying the body of Christ at large, we don't we have no inkling of intimacy with the Lord. Right? Intimacy. That you know how you're intimate with God is He calls the shots on your life. He tells you how to live, He tells you when to move, He tells you how to move. And then out of love for Him, you say, God, I'm uh, you're my all in all. I surrender my body, I'm a living sacrifice unto you. That's Amen. how you obtain intimacy. Is you 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 follow the Lamb where He wills. Hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. You may not be pleased with this message, but the Holy Ghost is. He comes upon the words that He is pleased with. He wants all of you, not some of you. He wants not a portion. He wants the totality of your being. As Paul says in Acts, in Him we live, move, and have our being. We got to move in Him. We got to live in Him. We got to abide in Him. We got to pray in Him. Pray in the Spirit, move by the Spirit, speak by the Spirit, be filled by the Spirit. Not demon spirits, not human spirits, not ancestral spirits, familiar spirits, but the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. <coughs> Praise Amen. the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your presence. Hallelujah. There ain't nothing like being filled with the Holy Ghost. It don't come with a hangover. It don't come with uh, withdrawals. It don't come with a. It don't come with all of that. It, it. You know, there's pure joy and there's fullness of it. Amen. God don't want us to live uh, defeated and backslidden and uh, disabled and 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 uh, crippled in life and immobile. He wants us to be rise up triumphant with the joy of the Lord and peace of God, living in victory. <laughs> Hallelujah. God is good. Praise God. Hallelujah. But it says the Lord emitting sounding. It says uh, amid shouts of joy, the Lord amid the sounding of trumpets. You know, we got some of these crusty theologians out here saying that there should be no instruments in the church. That's utterly ridiculous. Because if we're sola scriptura and so biblical like we claim to be, the Bible says that there's trumpets. Right? The Bible says, you know, let's go to, in fact, let's go to Psalm 150. You know why? Because because some of those crusty theologians that get so old, they don't like loud noises. I don't care if you don't like loud noises. The Bible says, well, yeah, they're crusty. They're about to flake and they're about to break and because there's no life in them. 
right? So devoid of the life of God. And so don't 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 drag me down to your morbidity because you don't like joy. Right? Uh I've got to go to church again. I just want to hear the word. I just want to hear that intellectual sermon. I don't want to praise God. Right? That's not what David said. Right? You know, you know David because of his sin when he and later on in life, he couldn't be moved by anything. That's why when they even had a young virgin brought to him, he was he he couldn't he he had no impulses, no desires. That's what sin will do to you and make you callous and not desire anything. Right? You just want to keep everything cerebral and disassociated from affections. Right? But uh let let's um uh, let's go begin at Psalm one forty nine, verse one. <clears throat> Praise the Lord, sing to the Lord a new song. The older generation don't really like this. <laughs> I remember one time I was playing, you know, I was a piano player at a church. And, one, you know, one of the sisters wanted to play a song for like the 40s or like 50s or something. I'm like, sister, the Bible says sing a new song unto the Lord. <laughs> I'm not trying to be rude, but the point though was there was there was nobody there were there were any new generation. I was the youngest person in the church, and the majority of the people were eighty, seventy, literally eighties and seventies. And so, so you know, if you want new life, and you have to speak to that generation, yeah. right? Not not disrespecting the older generation. But look, see, the older generation has an obligation to connect with the new, and the new has an obligation to honor the old. Right? right. We have to be mutual in that. So, so the new ones can't come on the scene and just, you know, act like it's their house and starts changing everything. There has to be mutual agreement, don't get me wrong. And there's, you know, there should be some old songs and new songs and, you know, but we ha we have to, you know, we have to honor both generations. That's what I'm trying to say, right? And, and, and because we're a family and a family has to be of young and old, of fe male, female, uh, and, and it doesn't matter if, you know, maybe you're in, you know, uh, um, interracially married and, you know, so it, it, that stuff shouldn't divide us. We're kingdom, Right. And so kingdom is all inclusive of whosoever wills to come. And this is why I love what we got here, because, you know, it doesn't matter whether you're from Philippines and Asia, you know, Europe, America, you're black, Hispanic, don't matter because it's it's kingdom. Right. Yeah. But the devil don't like kingdom. The devil says, oh, BLM. You know, the church has to be be or LGBT affirming. It, it's creating these demonic, seg it's segregating the body by demonic standards. Right? Amen. Race or, or, or culture. No. Mm -mm. Not at all. The Bible says there's no longer Greek nor Jew in Christ Jesus. Right? Right. 
But uh, continuing forward, it says, uh, Sing a new song to the Lord, his praise in the assembly of his faithful people. Let Israel rejoice in their maker. Let the people of Zion be glad in their king. Let them praise his name with dancing. And make music to him with timbrel and harp. Or you can throw a keyboard in there. Synth. Organ. Whatever. Right? Electric guitar. I have pe- I heard people, uh, the same theologians, try to argue against electric guitars. It's just dumb. So, for the Lord takes delight in his people, he crowns the humble with victory. So, that is a basis for our rejoicing in God is that he rejoices in us. He's glad in us. He delights in us. So as we are aware of that reality that he delights in us, we thereby rejoice in him with timbrel, with clapping, with shouting, with dancing, with lifting our hands, with lifting our voices. Amen? Um. And then let let us uh, read Psalm 150. (coughs) Praise the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. (coughs) Praise him in his mighty heavens. Praise him for his acts of power. Praise him for his surpassing greatness. Praise him with the sounding of the trumpet. Praise him with the harp and the lyre. Praise him with timbrel and dancing. Praise him with strings and pipe. Praise him with clash of cymbals. Praise him with resounding cymbals. Let everything that has breath Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. What did David say? I will bless the Lord at all times, and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. Amen. Not complaints continually in my mouth. Not gossip continually in my mouth. Not slander continually in my mouth. But the praise of the Lord continually in my mouth. He says, I will bless the Lord at all times. So whether I'm down, whether I'm up, whether I'm broke, whether I'm rich, whether times are good or whether times are bad, I'm going to, by the Spirit of God, praise the Lord. Amen. To magnify the Lord, not magnify my problems, not magnify my enemy. Oh, Goliath is so big. The lion is so big. The the, the bear is so big and keeps speaking death, speaking death, speaking death. Oh, man. Oh, how are we going to defeat him? We're like grasshoppers. No, we magnify God. God, I just thank you. God, you are great. God, you're faithful. God, you're going to bring me through. Lord Jesus, you've never left me and you ain't going to leave me now. You will never leave me nor forsake me. I just bless you in the sanctuary. Your presence is better than life. You're faithful to complete that which you started in me. And so we begin to bless the Lord. We begin to praise him and magnify him and not magnify the devil. Not magnify your condition. Not magnify your trials. Not magnify your tribulations. And what it requires for you to magnify, see, magnification requires for um, your opticals to, to, to have an enlarged vision of a thing. But what happens sometimes is we don't speak it, right? We don't speak what is true of God. So, so, so the vision of him becomes lower. But what happens is if you can defy what your eyes see and walk by faith and begin to speak by the spirit of faith, 
the word of faith, right, then what happens is your heart begins to catch up to your confessions. Your vision begins to catch up with your confessions. Right? And that's why it's so hard to pray. When, 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 you're, when you're downtrodden by trials, <clears throat> the devil wants to deject you and to cast you down so that you don't rise up. <clears throat> See, you can be up bodily, but down spiritually. That's why the psalmist said, why art thou downcast on my soul? He began to speak to himself about what was true of God relating to him. He says, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. Why do you mention Savior? Because he knew that God in due time would lift him up and would save him out of his trial. Amen. Amen. So, but he began to speak to himself. He began to speak to his own soul and say, why are you cast down? I don't got enough money. Not a legit answer. I got enemies. Not a legit answer. There is no legit answer because God is our all in all. Even if you have fallen and have sinned, still ain't a legitimate answer because the answer to that is the blood. Amen. <coughs> so so, so by, by focusing on the blood of Christ, you have an occasion to bless God, to praise him. <laughs> Right? Thank you, Lord Jesus, that you're merciful. That you're abounding in love. You're slow to anger. Right? You're, you're patient and kind, slow to anger, abounding in love. Psalm 103, you will not always accuse. Neither will you harbor your anger forever. For as, the, uh, for as far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. Amen. <clears throat> Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. But so we don't we don't magnify Goliath. We don't say, oh man, look at how big Goliath's muscles are. I don't know if I can defeat him. <clears throat> or, or or oh man, look at you know uh how much money this bill is. I don't know, man. That's that's kinda that's kinda big too that's too big for God. No, the Bible says, uh uh is anything too hard for the Lord? <clears throat> Nothing is too hard for him. With, with, with what is impossible with men is possible with God. Amen. Right? But, but look at here. It says praise him with cymbals. Oh, so there's there, there, drums are allowed? Yeah. Who told you that they aren't? John MacArthur? <laughs> right? I, I I I love music, you know, because the devil is taking music. Why why are these theologians wanting to rob God, a people of God, of music? <clears throat> you know, you got Beyonce, this uh, this witch. She's a witch. She's a devil worshiper, and Jay Z. <clears throat> a lot of these artists are right, and they're 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 praising the devil, and they're using all these instruments. So, so, what the people of God can't use instruments, right? I know no one here believes that, but there are some people out there, surprisingly, that do, <clears throat> right? No, we we need to use those things like we use ours, like as we yield ourselves as instruments unto God, right? What did David do, right? When he played the harp, 
the this evil spirit left Saul. <clears throat> you know, you know. In one case, Elijah required a, an instrument in order for him to prophesy. But, you know, we've become so Western and intellectualized and cerebral that we don't have a clue about spiritual things. What do you mean you need an instrument to prophesy? Yeah. Because God, <clears throat> God isn't subject to your uh, intellectual box. This, these things are spiritual realities because sometimes music helps you to catch into the, uh, the, 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 a flow in the realm of the spirit and what the spirit is doing. Right. <clears throat> and, and, you know, one of the things that, you know, the people do in the, the occult is they they play these certain songs so that your your rationality can be diminished. And so that your 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 spiritual organs then open up to these demons that, you know, want, want to bypass the intellect and get straight into your soul. Um, <clears throat> and that's why. Some of these songs are so mesmerizing because they 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 understand how those things work and they in, incorporate incantations into their songs, right? And that's why it's like this trance-like state that some of these people go into in these concerts and stuff, especially when you're adding drugs, right? <clears throat> oh, but no, it's my freedom in Christ. It's your freedom in Christ to listen to a witch. Sure. <laughs> right? And people don't realize that, you know, they, they, they open themselves up to stuff like that. <clears throat> now they're wondering why they have lust for the same sex. Why they have lust for, you know, the, be, well, because you're listening to a witch that is uh, 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 cursing you with lust. Cursing you with these things. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> Right or or oh man, I, I can listen to gangster rap and and nothing happened. No, th those are curses too. Right? Uh, how are you gonna listen to uh uh you know Easy E? Are you gonna listen to uh, uh Brother Lynch Hung? Are you gonna listen to all these things speaking death? Why do, you know? <clears throat> See, music can be a form of sorcery. Because the end, the end goal of all of witchcraft is domination and control. So, so, so they want to control you. So if they can do that through domination, intimidation, seduction, deception, right? So <clears throat> they, they play on your affections and your emotions by these songs and they get the spirit of murder in you. That's why all these gang, these gang songs, especially in the black and Hispanic community, they don't know... They never question why they're killing each other for a color. They don't question it. Why? Because they're so blinded by witchcraft. Because they keep feeding themselves these songs of death. Kill your own. Kill your own. Kill, kill him. Kill him. Right? Amen. Amen. Well, and they, well they, pump that, they pump that stuff into their head. <clears throat> right? So so it's it's sorcery. It's witchcraft. Especially when you're adding drugs, what do you think is going to happen? You're inviting those spirits to take control of you, right? Yeah. Oh, but don't tell me that. Um, 
you know, <clears throat> this is why, you know, this is why it's good not to have junk on your playlist or, you know, David says, I'll set no vile thing before my eyes, right? You to protect your ear gates, protect your eye gates, you know, <clears throat> amen. Yeah, heavy metal too. It's it's demonic. It's just it's a bunch of death. <clears throat> you know. Um, so let, let's go back to Hebrews, and we'll be coming to a close. <clears throat> Hebrews ten. <clears throat> You know, and that that's why, you know, a lot of parents, they wonder why their kids uh, don't serve God. Well, it's because you allowed them to listen to what they wanted. <clears throat> you know, see, even for adults that are filled with the spirit, you can't listen, you know, to the music that you used to because then you start getting flashbacks. You start reminiscing about the old life. And now now you have a struggle between you know, what you used to do and who you are now, what, how do you think it's going to work with a little kid? And you give them free play of what they want to listen to. You, you know, you're throwing them to the lion's den. And, and just painting a picture of Noah's Ark ain't going to give them revival. Amen. <clears throat> um, So, again, Hebrews 10, verse 24 and 25. Um, we left off in verse 25, not giving up meeting together. <laughs> you know, um, as the King James Version puts it, it says, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together. <clears throat> you know, if if you, babe, if you could give uh, the King James Version and put that there. Uh, I want to see what that um, says uh, word for word. <coughs> if you look in the Greek, you look up the word forsake. Um, yeah, it says, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching. So if you look up the Greek word forsake, it's actually a very negative word. It means you've abandoned someone in the time of need. So, so it, it, it's not a, it's not a good thing because it associates your infrequency, your, your inconsistency to meeting as abandoning. You've literally abandoned someone. If, if you saw a brother or sister alongside of the road, I remember my first day of work, <clears throat> there was this guy that was stuck in the mud and you know, I was, not to toot my own horn, but I was the only guy that stopped. It was cold. I don't know how the guy got, he was probably on drugs, but he was like like thigh deep in the mud. <clears throat> and he was stuck. So, I, I was, and, uh, and I ended up, um, you know, calling the, um, you know, 911 to get him help. And I stayed there. And so I had to call my boss, say, I'll be here. Sorry, my first day, I know it looks like an excuse. But I'll take a picture of you show uh, of a guy that's stuck in the mud, just so you know I'm not lying. He's all, no, no. He says, uh, 
what what he say? He said something very good. I, I liked what he said. He says, um, being human is above your job. He said something like that. In other words, just because you have work and have to be on time, it's it's like the Jew that's passing alongside the the guy that got beat up by a bunch of robbers. He's like, oh no, I gotta go. I gotta go praise God. Or I, I got to go read my Torah. I got to go read about helping poor people. I got to go read about helping people that got beat up by robbers. But I'm not going to help the guy that got beat up by robbers. Right? Amen. No. Um, <clears throat> but anyways, um, you know, we, we helped them. But the point, though, is if a brother or sister stuck alongside the road in mud and you don't help, you've abandoned them. Right. You in the Greek, it also says left in the lurch. So it just doesn't it, it, it doesn't. It's not just a lack of attendance. It's forsaking. You've left them in the lurch. You've abandoned them. <clears throat> so um, that's a that's a dishonorable thing. Um, <coughs> so. Um, and, and he's saying that some are in the habit of this. It's not just a one-time thing. It's not just an occasion. No, it's, this is habitual, right? And, uh, it says, but encourage one another and all the more as you see the day approaching, encouraging one another. You know, the uh, last thing I'll say about this is, um, you know, we have also a very soft view of encouragement. Don't get me wrong. You know, it's speaking uplifting words and stuff like that. But think about it in the context of a battlefield. You know, think about the warriors that have become discouraged. They've lost courage. And so what encouragement seeks to do is to revitalize and to revive that courage. <clears throat> right? Is to, 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 to pull them up. Right? And and sometimes encouragement can sound discouraging to you because it's telling you stuff that you have to do that you know is difficult to do, right? <clears throat> you know that's why that's why when uh, uh, Joshua uh, wanted to you know they spied out the land and all that stuff and and the the people who came back reported like all oh, these people are big, right? Well. Um, <clears throat> If you have to tell people you have to fight giants, that's probably not the best report to communicate to someone who lost courage. They're like, dang, man, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if we could take them. <laughs> right? But it has to be said and it has to be done. Right? Um, does that make sense, everyone? Amen. Um, <clears throat> so I don't, uh, you know, my final remarks is I don't want us to lose zeal <clears throat> in <clears throat> giving attendance. Um, you know, I, I don't, you know, I don't know if, uh, what, what uh, the vast majority of the church's understanding on this is. 
maybe they've never uh, read that passage. Um, You know, I remember uh, some time ago, I don't know if you guys ever seen the movie, um, uh, I think it's Training Day, and then there's like Bruce Almighty, there's this one guy, I forgot, his name is Noel G., he normally plays like uh, the character of like a Hispanic gang member in some movies. He's a bald guy. Um, but anyways, I guess he gave his life to the Lord some years back. I don't know if he's still serving God. <clears throat> but he's a very funny guy. And uh, <clears throat> he came to my old church. And um, it was funny because there was bricks in the back. Right, it looked like uh, bricks from like when you get locked up and you have to take your mugshot and all that stuff. <clears throat> and he he told the pastor, he's like, man, he's like, hey, pastor, I don't really like this church, man. And you know, he talks like a cholo, and uh, <clears throat> he's like, I don't really like this church, man. It brings back too much memories. And he he goes like that. He goes up against the 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 brick wall. He turns left. He faces forward. He faces right. <laughs> You know, implying like it reminds him of when he had to take mug shots. But uh, <clears throat> he he said he's he spoke of this one situation where he's like he was not saved for very long. And um, and there's this guy that was kind of testing him or I don't know, wanted to fight him or something. And then he he ended up saying like, well, what's up? Let's fight. <clears throat> and and then his mentor ended up correcting him saying, no, man, you're saved, bro. You can't do that. And then he's like, the Bible says, turn the other cheek. And he's like, man, I just got saved. I haven't read that in the Bible just yet. <laughs> he's like, I didn't know I haven't read that in the Bible. <laughs> and so I don't know if we read that in the Bible just yet. So I'm going to give us the benefit of the doubt. <clears throat> but, um, we are to have zeal, right? To to attend for prayer and to attend for um, to be you know be spurred unto good works through the preaching of the word and amen. Um, amen. And so, uh, we'll leave it there, <clears throat> and uh, we we will close <coughs> in prayer. Um, Father, we just come before you, Lord. <clears throat> And we thank you, God, for this time. We thank you for <clears throat> your spirit. We thank you for your presence. <clears throat> and God, I just ask in Jesus' name that um, <clears throat> you would continue to aid us, Lord, that we would not relapse, we would not um, fall back into um, apathy and lukewarmness. We would not fall back, Lord, into a, a state of complacency, Lord, that we would <clears throat> be encouraged, Lord. We would continue to fight the good fight of faith. Father, enable us to continue to be filled with your spirit, Lord. Father, not filled with with uh, uh, animosity, not filled with resentment, not filled with bitterness, Lord, but be filled by your spirit, filled with your spirit, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, God. We pray, continue to help us to pray. Continue to help us to magnify you, Lord. 
in times of dejection, in times, Lord, when we're cast down, Lord, that in times of perplexment, in times of confusion, Lord, in times of of intimidation, Lord, we pray that you would enable us to rise, hallelujah, and to sing triumphant shouts of joy. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Father, I just pray against the spirit of anxiety. Hallelujah. Against the spirit of anxiety right now, Lord. Father, uh, may that spirit be expelled in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. All spirit of anxiety trying to, to plague you, trying to rob you of the peace of God, may it be cast out in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Every demonic oppression, every spirit, every demon trying to oppress the people of God, may those yokes be broken right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Leave. Anxiety, leave. Demon of anxiety, be expelled. Demon of anxiety, leave. Demon of fear, leave in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. May the peace of God saturate your minds. May the peace of God keep your minds. May the peace of God keep your hearts. Hallelujah. (coughs) May confusion leave. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. The Spirit of God is here. The Spirit of the Lord is accompanying us this day. The Spirit of the Lord is present amongst us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I want you to begin to pray. I want you to begin to lift up your voice. I want you to begin to speak aloud. I want you to begin to to declare that God is your rock. He's your refuge. He's your shelter. He's your peace. He's your all in all. He's your defender. Hallelujah. He's your provider. Hallelujah. Don't allow complaint. Don't allow the spirit of, 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 of of magnifying the devil in, in, in every Goliath. May that not overtake you. May you speak by the spirit of faith. May you not speak with unbelief. I want you to begin to speak and confess those things and, and until faith begins to rise up in your heart. Hallelujah. Lord, revitalize our faith. Hallelujah. Fuel our faith, God. We just declare you as our rock. We just declare you as our defender. We just declare you, Lord, right now as our provider. Lord, that you will not abandon us. You will not leave us. You will not leave us in the lurch. Hallelujah. You will not leave us alone, God. We are not alone. We we have a defender. We have a companion. We have a friend. We have a heavenly father. We have a, a God that the Bible says is a God of war. Hallelujah. Fight our battles, Lord, that we would stand back and see your salvation. (coughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Yes, Father, destroy every weapon of the devil. Destroy his schemes. Demolish his weaponry. 
Demolish his traps, Lord. Set us free from every bondage. Set us free, Lord. Deliver us, O God. Deliver us from the lion's mouth. Deliver us from the hands of our enemies. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. <clears throat> Hallelujah. <clears throat> Thank you, Father. Let us, uh, I'll close right now. Here shortly, I just want to pray a couple of other things. Record. Uh,